Mansfield every Thursday at 8pm. Tune in.
Welcome, welcome back to episode two of season two of the Human Jukebox. My name is Scott Lucille. Um, maybe getting a few new listens this week as I've had magazines covering me and things like that. I promise when I've made it, I will forget every one of you. No, I'm only joking. Um, so, welcome back. Uh, loads and loads to get through on this show. I've managed to get um, some really good stuff this this last fortnight which i'm really happy with i like changing it to a fortnight gives me a bit more time to plan it and um if i'm on the move which i should be soon then it gives me also a little bit more time to play with what i want to put on and things like that so we're doing away with the news and sport this week purely because there's not much to report other than that there's a disease still in this world and there's a vaccine now for it and there's people that do want to have the vaccine and people that don't and no one really cares um, the only thing we need to cover in sport is that Tottenham are top of the league and Arsenal are fighting relegation. But we won't get into that too much because I'll probably lose half of my listeners. Um, so that's that. Um, that's that covered. And um, I've had, to, as I say, I've had to do away with it because there's loads on this show. I got the first request for Ben Philpot on the um, start, Love Will Tear Us Apart, which I really enjoyed doing. I've really enjoyed doing so much recording this week and I was kind of pissed off that I could only really put 10 songs on today this week because I recorded about 30 songs this week and um, um, as I say there's a few people that I will be storing requests for for the next show um, people like Dave Stewart um, Tim sent me a few which he'll get a few on week in week out 
Um, but that's the first one, Lovell Terrace Park. Ben's a lucky boy, or an unlucky boy, whichever way you wanna wanna view it, as he's got two requests in on this week's show because top of the top of the league. So I thought I'd look after my my little uh, Spurs mate. Um, but he, as I say, lucky or unlucky, because if you're lucky, then he's got two requests on. If you're unlucky, then I've just butchered two of your favourite songs. Um, let's hope I haven't butchered the first one. That was Joy Division. Um, and then he requested The Hurricane by Bob Dylan, which I'm so happy with the way it's gone down because it kind of was like the third take of it. I wasn't going to do the full-length version because it's a long old song. It's 10 minutes long. And then I thought, sod it, it's my podcast. He's my favourite, one of my favourite musicians ever, Bob Dylan. I love the request. I didn't want to do it in injustice by not doing the full version. So I've done the full version, but for anyone that hates Bob Dylan, hates 10-minute songs, hates me singing 10-minute songs, and just gets genuinely bored, I've stuck it at the very end of the podcast so you haven't got to worry. Um, ben, you better stay tuned for the entirety of it. Um, so I recorded it, and I was really, really happy, but I felt it was a little bit naked and a little bit bare, and then I, I put some really nice harmonica on it, and it's so nice to hold a harmonica and play it because I'm not the best harmonica player anyway. Um, but when you have to put it in like the um, the uh, encasing around your head when you're playing, it like makes you feel a little bit restricted. So it was nice to sort of hold it and sort of go to town a little bit. So I hope you like what I've done with your song later, Ben. I hope you like what I've done with Joy Division. Anyway, on with the show. We're going to get on with the next request, which is for my Tim, my good friend Tim Golding, who I'll be having a beer with soon, I hope. And uh, it's a bit of Neil Young. I love putting this one in my um, in my set list quite regularly. I'm sure I've done it for Tim before in a set list. And this is uh, Harvest Moon, and I'll be back with you in three minutes. I want 
watched you out from afar When we were lovers I loved you with all getting late and the moon is climbing high I want to celebrate I want to see the sun shining your eyes bit harvest 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 a little bit of harvest moon there um for tim golding um great request that i love a bit of neil young i'm getting more and more into neil young um with every listen really and with every song that i get requested it gets requested a lot when you're playing in asia i found um so let's get into uh, a few of last week's questions that i did um where i did um you're on a desert island for a year you've got to take one album one book one film um, got some good responses, got some things that I'm actually going to take on board and maybe go and have a listen to. So let's get through them. Tim gave me an email saying the book he uh, would take to a desert island with him was When, when Giants Walk the Earth by, by Mick, Mick Wall. Is that Mick Wall? I think I wrote it wrong. Um, which, uh, no, I'd, I've never heard of that book or never heard of that writer because I don't even know his name. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll have a little look at that because um, I will hopefully be needing some books when I go off away from England in the next few weeks hopefully um, Tim's album was Pet Sounds this is one of my best friends and I absolutely had a bet with myself that it was going to be um, the Beatles uh, White album so um, I lost my own bet but I knew that it would be between them two um, we always talk about how good um, how good uh, uh, the Pet Sounds is so I know that he likes that um, and then his movie was Lost Boys. Nice, feel-good movie for a for a beach thing. Um, uh, bit of a uh, what is it? Um, a cult classic. So I like it. 
Um, Jay um, said, admitted that he can't read. Um, to make no joking, he admitted he doesn't read much. Um, and so he said uh, the last book he read was um, Stop the Ride by Dave Courtney. Um, who I, I might be wrong, but is that not that um, absolutely ins like, um, oh, so annoying, that Cockney sort of plastic gangster bloke. I don't know, maybe I'm getting the wrong bloke. But um, yeah, he got that. And then he said the Chris Cab album, which um, is the song he's requesting me before, um, Liar Liar, which I did in season one. And then he said, movie, Django Unchained. Yep, for me, by far the best Quentin Tarantino movie ever. I think it's absolutely brilliant. And I've watched that a good few times. So I'd, I'd agree with you that that's a good movie there, um, Jay. Um, Russell Rowe, one of my other good friends, uh, he's reading a book on Scott Weiland, lead singer of Stone Temple Pilots, which I've got to actually give Stone Temple Pilots a bit of a go because I'm listening to another podcast at the moment and these guys constantly talk about Stone Temple Pilots. So... I don't think I've ever heard a song by them. Maybe I have and not known it was by them, but him. Um, he's gone with Definitely Maybe. Everyone loves Definitely Maybe. Boring. Um, <laughs> and then he said Train Spotting, uh, which is a good film, but on a desert island for a year watching that, oh, I think that'd be a bit depressing. I would end up having the visions of that kid on my ceiling <laughs> myself. Um, and then uh, Ben Philpott wrote in and uh, wrote in, writes in, and uh, he said to me, um, the Paul Gascoigne autobiography, which I think was his first book he ever read, so it sort of sticks with him. Um, for me, probably not. Um, I've I've got a real love hate relationship with Paul Gascoigne. I think he's a bit of a bit of a knob, um, but I loved him as a footballer. But beyond that, I think he's a bit of a knob. Um, Scarface. He says Scarface. It's funny. I've got this like internet TV box which has loads of films on it. I've got Netflix. I'm on Amazon Prime, and I've got like all the Sky channels. Got HBO from Asia and America and everything. And the other day I thought, I haven't watched Scarface for like 10 years. I'd like to watch it again. And because um, I watched all the Godfather trilogy again the other day, the other day, like first time in about five years. I thought, ah, oh, such good films. And um, <clears throat> and then I thought, I want to watch Scarface and I couldn't find it anywhere. So, um, yeah, good call, Ben. I, you know, I used to enjoy Scarface. And then he says, um, Rumours by Fleetwood Mac is his album. Yeah, I'll go with that. Great album. Um, so it got me to thinking, which what's what's mine? What's my three? I'll do some honourable mentions as well. So honourable mentions first. On books, um, I like a lot of autobiographies. Um, I enjoyed um, David Jason's autobiography. Um, I like a lot of sportsmen's autobiography. I liked a biopic on Manny Pacquiao. It wasn't really a bi biography, but it was a guy, a ghostwriter that got to follow him around for a year called Pac-Man. That was a good book. Um, I liked anything by Dean Coops and Stephen King. Um, but I'd have to say my favourite book, they're all the honourable mentions. My favourite two books, I'd say, there's two. Um, if I have to narrow it down, I'll probably narrow it down to the first one. Tim Golding's going to absolutely love this. Bravo 2-0 by Andy McNabb, which actually gets better with every read. <laughs> Anyone who watches Parchwitch will know, will know that joke. Um, no, in seriousness, I've watched, I read that book twice, um, like cover to cover, and it's such a good book. And so I'd probably take that with a close second, a book called The Game by Neil Strauss. Um, and it's basically a book on how to pick up women. And I got it with all seriousness. Like when I was like 20, I got this book and I was a fireman on station. I thought I'm gonna try and be a bit of a lazy man. And I bought it with a genuine thing to try and learn some tips on how to pick up women. And this guy, like he's, he slept with Jenna Jameson, all his top models and he was just a normal, like he was just like a finance manager or something. <clears throat> 
and I bought it first for that, like when I was a bit of a sad, you know, kid, I suppose. Um, and then I reread it like about five years ago, just for the irony of it, and just to, and it's a great book to sort of like, like how how people speak to one another and how you can speak to people and change people's reactions towards you and all that. And it's just quite an interesting sort of funny book. So I recommend that, The Game by Neil Strauss. And then he'd done an autobiography on himself about living the life of this guy that used to put, and it was called Adventures of the Game or something. They're really good books. So on to films before I drag on and um, really hang, I'm really hanging this link out. It's about 10 minutes long. Um, on to films, I would say anything with Christian Bale, anything with Will Smith, anything with Gary Oldman. I love Leon. Gary Oldman was the best actor ever lived for me. Um, they're all honourable mentions. You could put any film in that. I love Seven Pounds by Will Smith. But you're going on a desert island for a year, you need happy. You need something feel good. So I'm going with Love Actually, and I don't care how much stick I get for that. I watched that film the other day, because it was on around Christmas. I watched it again the other day. They, if you don't smile at that film, you are cold. You're dead inside. And I'm dead inside, and I smile at it. So um, that's me, um, Love Actually. And then albums, oh, you could go to loads and loads and loads. Um, I'd say Blood on the Tracks by Bob Dylan's great song, Pet Sounds, what Tim said, um, by, by um, Pet Shop by Beach Boys, um, you know, anything the Beatles pretty much did. Um, oh, bloody hell, I'm, set, I'm setting my, uh, sorry, I'm setting my watch, uh, hey, hey Siri off. Um, uh, but I would say, just for the fact that it got me really into, back into indie music, or got me into indie music, I'd have to say probably Coldplay Parachutes or Coldplay Rush of Blood to the Head. Um, and I'll probably go with... I'd go with parachutes, I think. Um, just because I remember I was into garage and house music at this time and I was kind of into a DJ and scene and then my uncle, I was driving with my uncle and um, songs always bring back memories, don't they? So I was driving with my uncle and uh, he said, listen to this band and he put parachutes on. He had an Audi TT with like, a really nice sound system and I just remember thinking, this is really cool music. And then from there, that sort of spawned my love of like indie or respawned it. And I started going backwards over Oasis and Radiohead and Verve and, and then you know, carved out what I love from music. So that's me. Um, Bravo to Zero, Love Actually and Parachutes. We're going to the desert island. Um, let's get a song on, shall we? This is for Russell Rowe. I took me a stroll on the long walk on the D.I.A. Met me a girl and we stopped to talk on the final day. And I asked you, friend, what's a fella to do? Cause her hair was black and her eyes were blue. And I know right then I'll be taking a whirl around the Snow Hill prom with a Galway girl. Halfway there when the rain came down on the final day I asked me to her flat downtown on the fine soft day I And I ask you, friend, what's a fella to do? Cause her hair was black and her eyes were blue. So I took her hand and I 
gave her a swirl And I lost my heart to a Galway girl Mandy, um, he said go away, go, and he, he stressed not the Ed Sheeran version. I was so tempted to do the Ed Sheeran version just to wind him up. Um, but yeah, great Irish song. I've made a lot of my living out of Irish music. I remember I moved to Koh Samui and um, there was quite a lot of musicians and there was a few bitchy ones really that sort of told me that this certain area was their territory, etc, etc. So I remember I started eyeing up the Irish bars and played a lot of Irish music against my will a little bit. And then I started falling in love with it. And now, you know, I'd say out of my catalogue, probably a third of it's Irish songs. So love doing that. Right, on to the next section. And this is something I'm really excited about. Um, so I did the video last week of the Irish girl. And I hope anyone had a chance to look at it. She's really cool. Um, she did that um, blues song. Um, the song I'm going to, or the video I'm going to share this week is quite special to me. It's um, Mahogany Sessions, um, which is a big live music sort of um, uh, channel. And um, it's uh, with a guy called Alex Bailey, who's an up-and-coming musician, signed artist, who's just had an album out last year. Had a bit of rotten luck in terms of the virus, sort of putting some things on hold. So I don't think he's um, sort of had chance, much chance to sort of tour with it, as much as he'd like anyway. But this guy basically is special to me. This guy taught me how to play guitar. This is um, someone who I booked for guitar lessons. And we did a real intensive session for, you know, like about three months. Um, I think in three months we were doing like, you know, three or four hours a week together. And um, and basically I got in touch with him. I said, Alex, I'd like to put one of your videos um, as tagged in my podcast. Hope you don't mind. And he just, this is what he's like. He's such a sort of humble, nice guy. He just came straight back and he went, let's just do the interview. Let's just do an interview about that video tomorrow. Let's just do something or like record a little chat. And so I was like, oh, I thought he had had a bit of a drink. It was Friday night, and I thought, I'd, I'd, you know, I let him off the hook. In the morning, I woke up, and I just went and did my sort of morning run. And uh, he gave me a message saying, I'm ready when you are to start. And I thought, oh, wow, you know. And so we phoned up, and we had a chat off air. Then we phoned up and had a chat on air. 
and he's just still such a cool guy such a like it was so easy to talk to him and so we have an exclusive my first interview um with someone on this show and um i really recommend you to follow him alex bailey a l a normal <laughs> don't know why i'm spelling his first name it's because i've got to spell his second name because it's a bit strange b-a-y-l-y please follow this guy on spotify especially people like um tim russ um ben philpot um because you were all into that sort of indie scene and things like that and this guy is so heavily influenced i think by sort of bands like radiohead and some of these really cool sort of singer songwriters and it is it's good music it's not just listening to music to say oh it's okay you would actually listen to it and go you know i might but i might put this album on my playlist it's real top recorded music top produced and the video i'm going to link is so well recorded and produced and i listen to it all the time it's really like crisp and everything and so I was saying to Alex off air, so I'm not ruining anything about the interview that I'm putting on in a minute. I was saying to him off air that I've always followed his career because he was playing in Ronnie Scott's not so long ago, like, and he was only in the room upstairs, which that's exactly how he led with it. He went, I was in the room upstairs. You know, anyone can get in the room upstairs. It's not that big a deal. But that's him. He's really humble. Ronnie Scott's is one of the top music venues in the world. Even if you're playing in the basement, you're doing something right if you're playing at Ronnie Scott's, you know? And um, but that's him. He's always been really humble like that. And uh, so I was talking to him, and I was saying, I basically mirror his his like what he's doing, his success because it is success. He's you know one of these. This song that I'm sharing's got like thirty thousand views and listens on Spotify. That for me is like if I can ever do that, that's that's more than enough ever. And I said to him, I always class myself as fifteen years behind him. So. Whatever he's doing now, I think, right, I'll be doing in 15 years. So hopefully in 15 years, my podcast got 30,000 listeners. And, um, and he sort of laughed about that. But that was, um, that he, this guy's really cool. He taught me so much. Um, he taught me a lot about like how to arrange songs and things like that. So I'm going to put a song on first. Um, and then I'm going to put the interview with him on. And uh, please have a listen. It's good fun. Um, it's not too like intense or anything. It's just a good chat. And um, then also, please like the video. I'll put my link and have a little look. And also, just follow follow him on all the platforms. He's easy to find. So here, I'm going to first put the song that you you unanimously selected last week. Last week, I asked, "What do you want to hear? Dire Straits or um, or uh, the Black Crows?" And uh, you unanimously voted one to nothing in the favour of Romeo and Juliet. So I got one vote for it. So that's what we're doing. Bit of Romeo and Juliet, and then listen to the interview with Alex Bailey. See you in a bit. Like that, 
Anyway, what you gonna do about it? Juliet, the dice was loaded from the start. I bet you exploded in my heart, and I forget, I forget. Movie song. When you gonna realize it was just that the timing was wrong? Come up on different streets. They were both through streets of shame. Both dirty and both mean. Yeah, but the dream was just the same. Dream the dream for you, and now your dream is real. How can you look at me as if I was just another one of your deals? You can fall for chains of silver. You can fall for chains of gold. Call for pretty strangers and the promises they hold. You promised me everything. I、oh, you promised me thick and thin. Now you just say, "Oh Romeo, you know I used to have a scene with him, Juliet." When we made love, you used to cry. I love you like the stars above. I love you till I die. And there's a place. For us, you know the movie song. When you're gonna realize it was just that the timing was wrong, Juliet. Can't do the talk like they talk on the TV, and I can't do a love song like the way it's meant to be. I can't do anything, but I'd do anything for you. I can't do anything except be in love with you, and all I do is miss you, where we used to be. All I do is keep the beat and the bad company, and all I do is kiss you through the bars on a rhyme. Oh Juliet, I do the stars with you anytime. Juliet, when we made love, you used to cry. I love you like the stars above. I love you till I die, and there's a place. For us, oh, you know the movie song. When you're gonna realize it was just that the timing was wrong, Juliet.
love-struck Romeo sings the streets of serenade, laying everybody low with the love song that he made. He finds a street light, steps out of the shades, says something like, you and me, babe, how about it? Right, making sure that I've got it all. Thing, this is with this will be the part where I forget to record everything. Okay, so this is um, this is a first for me on the Human Jukebox, and actually just made me grin like a Cheshire cat. I have the guy on the phone that taught me how to do what I do. Um, so you can blame him for the bad sounds that I do every week. Um, so this is um, Alex, Alex Bailey, um, and he was my guitar teacher probably about 13 years ago now, um, which is mental how quick that, how quick's that gone, um, when I had a mere five songs in my catalogue um, badly. Um, so I'm going to get the boring self-effacing stuff out of the way first. Um, Alex, bit of info about yourself and your links and where people can find you and stuff. Hi Scott, uh, it's good to talk to you again. My name is Alex. Yeah, I yeah I was teaching you gig gear in 2000 and I think it was 2010, 11. So maybe whatever. Yeah. Um, but I um, yeah, you can find me at yeah. alexbailey.net and my second name is spelled B A Y L Y. So that's just a bit of a weird spelling. Um, um, and my tag on Instagram is Alex Bailey. And then Alex Bailey Music on Twitter and Facebook, I think. So, good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's, that's always the horrible part, isn't it? Trying to, I, always, I always end up giving the wrong addresses and stuff like that. So um, you're a bit more experienced than me. Um, so this is the segment uh, I always recommend um, a video that has inspired me or something. So first of all, I want to give my recommendation of something. Um, I'll put a link at the end of this, uh, at the end of this show. Um, to Alex, Alex Bailey's video on Mahogany, which is um, Distance, his song. And the sound, the quality, the, the recording is absolutely brilliant. And um, I watch most of his stuff, it's all good, so there's not really anything bad, but it stood out for me as someone that can do it live as well as when they go into a studio. But I'm actually more interested, because that's gonna be on my thing, I'm more interested in what your favourite song is that you've written, Alex, or or what your favourite video is? Am I recommending the wrong one? No, I, I think <laughs> that's. I mean, that video I'm really happy about, um, and I really like Mahogany because obviously you know it's a big channel. Like a lot of the big guys around at the folk scene have been on it, including like you know Laura Marling. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I'm gonna try and think some other people like Mac DeMarco. Well, you know, just like the big people that are around. Um, yeah. And it, I was really amazed that they asked me. He's been really nice, um, especially during the lockdown. He was getting lots of sort of artists more lower down to do stuff, as well as people um, higher up. My first one was with oh, I can't remember anyone's name now. I'm putting pressure. Like he's done some stuff with Tom Mitch, and uh, it'll come to me later on. It'll come to you just as we put the phone down. It'll come to you, and you go, "That's good. That's done." But I was really happy with that. But as I was saying to you earlier, like it's these things, like you record the video, and obviously because I was doing it at home, I could do as many takes as I would like. So it took like twenty takes to get like a good version, and yeah. you stop it, and then halfway, you know, you're halfway through the first verse, and then you say <laughs> the wrong word, and you have to start again. But uh, I think the thing that um, is important that I was realised in that video, and um, my uh, 
partner, Sam, said to me, it's just like, you don't really look like you're enjoying it. You look like you're really trying, like, really hard to do it right, but not enjoying it. And I was like, oh, yeah, maybe if I, like, just enjoy it a little bit, it'll be, like, a bit easier. And that definitely helped a lot. Um, yeah, but so I remember you that. saying that to me when we were trying to record something, <laughs> and I said to you, that's because I'm not fucking enjoying it, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard but- to Makes you want to throw your guitar out the window, doesn't it? It's. Yeah, it's never going to happen if it hasn't been bad. But I must admit, like a regular occurrence that happens on my show is every single time that I get one recording down pat off in one, and I'm really happy with it. I have to tell the whole audience, so I come on my image. I go, "This one took one take," and it, I think everyone thinks it's showing off, but it's just me saying this one actually didn't take 35 <laughs> takes. This was brilliant the first time. <laughs> but my mum has actually said to me she thinks I should release an episode of bloopers because there's some absolutely gold videos of me like kicking music stands across the room or like the phone going off just as I'm on the last fucking beat, and then it, like suddenly the phone goes off or something. I'm like, "Oh, why did I?" Turn that on silent or something. But um, I've got a few things to test you and see if you, how you remember our lessons. Now you might remember our lessons in pure fear as I was kicking things across the room and like nearly crying. But I want to know the other day, and this will be a good test because I actually brought you up about five episodes ago when I said someone requested a song and I said this was actually the first song that me and my kind of music teacher just went, oh, I love that song, I love that song. And, And he said, well, I'll definitely get you playing that song by the time you're finished with me. So can you remember the song? I'll give you a clue. It's a 90s indie band. And uh, it was a song on the other, I think the other day. And it starts with this little, it starts with this little sort of um, melodic, melodic sort of thing. And then it goes, it's a three chord trick song. And you got me, you taught me how to do the little solo over the chords in it. Are we talking Britpop or are we talking indie? Because I feel we're like talking indie's throat. Indie. indie, we're talking one of mine and yours favourite bands around the time. Oh. oh, that is hard. I feel like it's... Oh, I don't know. I I'll give you remember. one more clue. Uh, okay. The lead singer's initials are T-Y. T-Y? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're on the spot now, but even more so, what we, what really really annoy me? Of course, it's Yeah. uh, Can you remember the song? uh, Fake plastic trees. That was the second one we done. No, 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 high and dry. 
Yeah, that's it. I did it on the last episode. And what really upsets me now is you said to me, I did such a great rendition, you'll never forget it. But you did. So, um... <laughs> I'm yeah, I mean, I, 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 that was a good arrangement, actually. I remember doing that with you. Yeah, I couldn't um, get the solo for ages, and it was one of them things that I... Um, I did like a, a few weeks ago and I started just doing bits of the soap like the do 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 on it and I thought wow it's so easy now something you come back to sometimes 10 years later and your fingers are much sort of better than they yeah. were and that you know well I think I mean you, your progression was uh, I mean I talk about it from my point of view yeah you, when, I, when you first came into the guitar shop you were like I want to be an entertainer in Thailand and I was like he can't play any chords at all. And I was like, I was thinking like you were like, you were like, I'm gonna like just like learn like, and you like. Did I was trying to see vicious it. Yeah, every single week you came back, you like got you, you know, you'd made so many, so much improvements, and you went from like, what? Well, I mean, I think quite. We did quite intensive lessons. We were doing a couple of hours a week at some point, weren't we? But you yeah. went from you know, was it was it like? Two I think we did like twenty were... hours in the space of two months at one stage. It was yeah, just ridiculous, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, I think you twice a week, and it's just you know the thing about it is if you're committed to it and you want it, it's it, you know you will get there. It's just a it's just a question of time. But the thing about it is your your love for you know you love music. You know mm. you're you've got a, you've got a really good you know understanding of music and stuff yeah. like that. you know lots of you know bands. You know what you want to learn. Johnny Cash. You know you oh, really, man, you, yeah, you I love it. Johnny Cash kind of got me into Johnny Cash. I haven't really listened to a lot of it. Boy named, a boy named Sue used to be my favourite song we used to do. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, Boy named yeah. Sue, yeah. But do you know what? I think where you were probably a bit lucky with me was, and I, I, I look at it now from the perspective that I've taught a few people, I was obsessed. I've become obsessed with scales. I enjoyed them. And I think I'm the only person in the history of anything that enjoyed scales. And I still do now. Like I enjoy learning a new scale. I'm learning like Arabic scales now for this Hebrew music cruise that I'm going on. And I love it. I get obsessed with it. And when I teach people now, they don't have the same love for scales. That I, and I sort of think they're weird, but they think I'm weird. because I'd, And I think because you would give me like a scale and I'd just go away and just hammer it like in bed all night, you know? And that's... I, I still do. I don't know. I'm a bit of a weirdo for scales. But. I think scales are, re, you know, scales are really important. You can't get away from that music. If, and theory is important. And, you know, understanding how the neck works, where the notes are, it's just because the more you know, it's a bit of a... It's actually because once you get to like, you know, once you can move around, you've got a couple of chord shapes. It's yeah. a bit, it's a bit more of like a, a mathematical problem then, isn't it? Like yeah. the guitar neck, I think, and Definitely. having your scales and you know, cage theory. Do you know your cage? Yeah, you cage theory. Cage, and it's yeah. funny, like ten years out, you were sort of trying to drive at cage theory with me years ago. And like for anyone that doesn't know much about music, it's, it's quite boring. But I don't care. I love this conversation. Um, but um, Cage Theory, um, I, I just started learning it like a month ago, and it was one of these things. That I thought, why didn't I ever look at it from that point of view? And it, it was something you were trying to drive into me years ago, but I probably wasn't ready just yet, just by then. But now it makes so much sense, and you start seeing the yeah. sort of shapes around what you're doing, you know. And um, funny enough, it's. Um, that was another thing I was going to say to you. So I've been learning like jazz. I'm on this jazz sort of tuition thing, and it's really cool. This this place called Fret Dojo, and it, it like it gives you belts. It's all a little bit quirky, and um, so I've been learning like jazz. And the thing about jazz that I'll always say is I don't love jazz. I'm not I'm not a snob, and I don't love jazz. And um, I kind of I like like Louis Armstrong and Billie Holiday and things like that. But I, c I can live without Coltrane and Miles Davis. I just they just don't do it for me. 
And so um, I, I started with like Summertime, Autumn Leaves, and these are all songs that I've sort of learned poppy versions of, if you like, because yeah. they're everywhere, aren't they, you know? And um, I just started, the other day I got Impressions, and that just didn't appeal to me at all. Then I got like Miles Davis Tune Up, and that didn't appeal to me at all, and I started lagging behind. And then the next, like, my, I'm on like, I'm on stage seven now, and stage seven was Blue Bossa. And it was like, oh, because that was the first sort of little like lick you taught me that do, 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 do. And so I sent my video in and everyone's going, Scott, you're like professionalist, bro. But I thought that's because I've played that lick pretty much every night for 10 years. <laughs> so like, I was on it. And then like the knowledge with the cage theory started coming round and things like that. And it was like, yeah. and sort of brought myself back in. But another thing I wanted to, um, one last thing I wanted to sort of talk to you about as well was, so that was the song we first learned together. Can you remember the song that you were teaching me for my first open mic night performance, which is something else I brought up on here about seven or eight months ago? Uh, the first song you did? For, yeah, I was doing an open mic in Islington, and it was the one we tried to record for hours and hours and hours, and you talk about red light fever. You know, this <laughs> podcast has cured me so much because I just was terrified. Oh, I, can you give me a clue again? <laughs> yeah, I, it's, I, um, I feel like uh, I feel like I can remember you doing not not knocking on heaven's door. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, that was one. That was uh, that was an open mic, but that was one that I got in my repertoire. I think that was possibly a recording song we did. But this was a soul singer recently died. Um, soul singer recently first died. name Bill. Bill Withers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Ain't No Sunshine. Yeah. No, and that yeah, was the yeah. first sort of bar chord um, progression oh, that yeah. I learned. And um, <laughs> now I do that with the do 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 and it goes oh, into it and oh, all that. Like, But yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. Someone requested it and I was saying I learned it. So, there's my proof. I did learn it from someone. So, <laughs> there you go. But, I mean, that's a great, that's another great one to do. I mean, the other thing about jazz chords is like, I taught, I teach you all the easy shapes, and I was like, oh, so this is how you play like a minor seven, and it's like, the, you just put your thumb over the top and then press down all the front, you still play that minor shape. Yeah, I like, still play, and, and do you know what? I still cannot play um, when someone puts their like finger across and their finger overlap. I still play it basically gripping the neck of the guitar. And yeah, I still find my chord place. progression is better because of that. I skip around the chords easier. So, I think it's easier. Yeah, I think it's yeah. easier. I, I mean, this is like Jimi Hendrix would have played like that. And also, if you've got, you know, if your thumb and your index finger are doing that, you've got all your other fingers free to do. Exactly. Things. Yeah, and then and then so, the cage theory comes in even better because you start throwing your pinky over somewhere and things like that, and then you make yeah. these sixes and nines that I'm just starting to just starting to learn about more. But quite often I'm hitting the wrong one and it sounds like a bum note. So. Yeah. <laughs> but the joy of jazz is there's no bum notes, there's just bad notes played in wrong moments. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The other thing I always think about you is remember that time we played golf? <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. I remember the golf and I remember us getting on the piss as well in, in, in Buckerstill once as well, just oh, before yeah, I was yeah. going to Thailand. And I think you, you was, it was your last girl, like your girlfriend before, your partner now maybe. And I think you were just on the rocks with her, perhaps, and we went out for a drink and we got utterly battered on, on a Saturday oh, afternoon. Yeah. I remember that as well. Yeah. So, not just a teacher, like, he could be a counsellor, he could be a piss-up buddy, it's, it's all good. <laughs> I, just, I just remember that golf, that golf, uh, 
mean, you've got the best. The other thing about teaching you is you literally have the best stories in the world. So that was always really fun. <laughs> I think that's why people come into this podcast now. It's not my music, it's just the shit in between. <laughs> well, it's great. Well, that's part of it, you know what I mean? That's yeah. your US. As the focus of my, my new fiance, she, she works for a record label. And if that would be your USP, your unique selling point for, for sure. Uh, but like, I remember we were doing that, we were playing golf, then like, obviously I'm rubbish at golf, and, uh, but you were like, you were like, you're making me shit, you're making me shit, <laughs> and then we got to the, I think we got to like the 15th hole, and you just decided you had a last, we got the golf buggy, you just bonked it across the entire golf course. Like, I, got, I got a little bit of a secret to tell you. I wasn't any better than that. You weren't making me play shit. I was just always <laughs> shit. <laughs> Do you know, that? that it is the one though. thing I've given up about 25 times and it was the last time I took it back up about a year ago that I actually finally started improving. But yeah, that, that's a love-hate love, love affair with golf. <laughs> yeah, I think it's always like that. Yeah. Be fair. But yeah, um, this is the first time I've done something like this and had someone on. I'm so glad you sort of said to me yesterday when I asked permission if I could use your video that you wanted, you'd, you'd be happy to sort of speak on this. So I really appreciate it, Alex. Yeah, um, yeah. And I hope we can one day jam together or something and I hope we're going to yeah, meet for, for sure. a beer soon. And um, yeah, yeah, it's been really cool chatting with you. Even the 30 minutes we chatted before we even started recording this is really cool. So, okay, thanks, Scott. Great to talk to you as well. Yeah, and um, I'll leave all the links of where people can get you. Tune into this guy. He is such a good musician and um, everything I aspire to sort of want to be with songwriting and that. So, um, And I'll be in touch with you, Jack, um, Alex, about other stuff with my Ryans and things like that. Nice one. Cheers. Lovely. Cheers, mate. I 
watching over our souls We don't break no golden rules Seven seas Have we learned or are we Sailing on this ship of hope Always thought I'd have a full tank To blow down tonight you're all alone now Always thought I'd get there Someday It's driving me crazy You can try to lie But you're not gonna Not gonna deny No, you're not gonna Not gonna deny my love You can run to the hillside You can close your eyes You're not gonna Not gonna deny No, you're not gonna Not gonna of your mercy and the reverence of your bed and the cradle of your morning well was it that you said it's driving me crazy you can try to lie but you're not gonna not gonna deny no you're not gonna not gonna deny my love you can run to the hillside Oh, you can close your eyes You're not gonna, not gonna deny No, you're not gonna, not gonna deny my love No, no, you can't deny my love No, no, you can't deny my love No, no Christmas tree I just want you for my own more than you could ever know make my wish come true all I want for Christmas is you 
I don't want a lot for Christmas There is just one thing I need I don't care about the presents Underneath the Christmas tree I won't even hang my stocking Here upon the fireplace Santa Claus will make me happy With a toy on Christmas Day I just want you for my own More than you could ever know Make my wish come true All I want for Christmas is you Baby, you baby I won't ask for much this Christmas I won't even ask for snow I just want to see my baby underneath the mistletoe I won't make a list and send it to the North Pole for St. Nick I won't even stay awake to hear those magic reindeer sing Cause I just want you here tonight Holding on to me so tight What more can I do? All I want for Christmas is you, baby, you, oh, all the lights are shining so brightly everywhere, and the sound of children's laughter fills the air, with everyone else singing, I hear those This is all I'm asking for I just want to see my baby Standing here outside my door I just want you for my own More than you could ever know Make my wish come true All I want for Christmas is you Bit of Mariah Carey there, but you didn't see that one coming. I love doing that one at Christmas. Normally gets people on the, up on the pool table singing. Um, so there, and then before that was um, my lovely, lovely cousin's lovely, lovely wife, Isla. Um, her request of Can't Deny My Love by Brandon Flowers, which is a great song. Um, and uh, they sent me a video the other day of uh, their baby Reynolds um, sort of having a bit of a party at his, his dinner table um, to... Uh, two horse with no name of my podcast last week so that was flattering i'm so glad he weren't sort of screaming or he hasn't developed the speech yet to say this is absolute shite um which is good <laughs> so uh, welcome back i hope you enjoyed the interview so that's alex bailey so b-a-y-l-y um look him up on spotify youtube um and uh, all the major sort of uh, playing platforms and he's really good really nice guy so on to the next segment and um 
first and foremost, um, I'm going to do another audience, ask the audience topic. And it's a good one this week. I want your heroes. I want your heroes in three different things. No one, no one do that. Oh, my dad. My dad's my hero. My great, no, no, I don't care. Um, <laughs> do your hero. In uh, three different categories I'm going to do. I want your hero in music. I want your hero in sport. And I want your hero in, in movies, in acting, in um, things. So your favourite musician, your favourite uh, movie star, and your favourite sports sports person and i'll give you mine next week get your answers on a post-it over to me um i'd love to hear that um and also i've got a song um competition i would like a little bit more participant but i have actually forgot to say how to say the word I've, i would like some more participation this week um i'm gonna i narrowed it down a little bit too i made it too uh, specific last week on a song you want me to do um this week I'm going to give you the option between two bands. Um, I'm looking at some songs by these two bands. I've got quite a big catalogue already of both bands. But I would like to know what song you would like. A song on my next week's um, on the next show. Have I I've forgotten how to speak on this link? For the next show, please pick between a song by Nirvana or Pink Floyd. And I need at least more than one vote because I already know that one of my best friends, Tim Golding, is going to definitely vote for Nirvana. So let's make it interesting. Someone else vote for Pink Floyd and let's see if someone can get a divide, deciding vote. Um, so there's your Ask the Audience this week. Firstly, what's your favourite actor? What's your favourite musician? What's your favourite sports star? Secondly, give me a song to play next week between, and it'll be my choice, the song, but either by Nirvana or by Pink Floyd, um, and uh, and I'll get that on next the uh, next show in two weeks. Um, so that's that for now. Next song, let's do it. Oh, uh, this next song, great song, Alison Moya Yazoo, um, Only You, love this song, and I think I did a video for this. So look out for it. I'll share it. Look out for it on YouTube. Um, if you're not just satisfied with listening to it, but you also want to see a fat, sweaty, drunk bloke singing it as well. Get on YouTube and uh, have a little look. Every time you look at me on YouTube, my profile goes up a little bit more. So share the love, people. Um, this is only you. Looking from the window above Like a story of love Can you hear me? Came back only yesterday, moving further away. Once you near me, all I needed was the love you gave. All I needed for another day, and all I ever knew, only you. Sometimes when I think of your name. And it's only a game And I need you Listening to the words that you say It's getting harder to stay Wanna see you All I needed for the love you gave
of Only You there, which uh, I got the idea of doing that one the other day when I was watching the Office Christmas special. Um, and so I thought I'm gonna have a little go at that. And that wasn't any recording tricks or any little drum loops or anything I've got. That is this new pedal I've just bought, which I'm in love with. And I almost bought it and thought, oh, this song's gonna be great to do with it. So that little drum beat that came in on that, that was uh, just me doing that with my feet live. So. Um, don't it, I mean if you thought that was part of computer tricks then I was off on a few beats so um, but that's how much I can't wait to get gigging again I've got so many new things about my set in my repertoire that I can enjoy doing and messing about with so um, can't wait to do that song live I don't think it's going to be much longer I don't want to give too much away but I'm so close to being gigging again in a country I can gig again without people having to buy a scotch egg to watch me <laughs> so that's it that's all we've got time for i've got two more songs to throw on this it's been a long podcast but they're going to be a bit longer because i'm doing them two weekly i want to um give people their their money's worth so to speak um so basically i started recording i think i spoke about putting this song on like series one i started recording like with or without you by you two and i was messing about with it for ages and i wasn't really happy about it for ages and then something clicked in it the other day so i put that on and it's a, it's a full sort of produ- produced song, like with a drum beat and some bass and some nice keys in it and all that. So let me know what you think of it um, as I try and improve my produ- production skills and things like that. Um, just striving to get that perfect sound, which I've already been told by a lot of musicians, you never achieve, you just keep trying and trying and trying. Um, so something to look forward to, eh? Um, yeah, so that's it. That's all we've got time for. Just enough time for me to give you my contact details. Um, the human jukebox podcast at gmail.com send me all your answers and all your information send me anything send me anything you want to start some chat with um, anything you want to get on the podcast but keep sending them requests the requests have gone a little bit light lately i've still got a few that i got to do from dave stewart tim golding um jack buckle i will be getting on them over the next um, few episodes um but please no requests are too many just send me 10 if you want um and i'll just keep working on them and uh, send me your favourite movie star, your favourite singer and your favourite football star, your heroes in all, of, all the categories that matter in life. Um, and um, that's it. Also, get me on Instagram, scottlucio85. Get me on Twitter, scottlucio85. Get me on Facebook, scottlucio entertainment. Get me on YouTube, scottlucio. There's a pattern to this. Scottlucio in any search box anywhere. Amazon, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, um, Apple Music. And uh, keep listening, keep following, and I really appreciate it. And see you next week. And I'm going to finish with With or Without You and then Ben's lovely 10-minute version of The Hurricane. I'm sure you'll all tune off after With or Without You. Ben, stay till the end. (laughs) See you later. Cheers. I have to edit something in quickly. I'm just looking over my set list now and I'm having to edit in before it goes live tonight. Um, We're on Thursday. We're about 5 o'clock. Um, I'm afraid I'm taking with or without you out of this set list as uh, I've just gone to upload it and something's gone terribly terribly wrong and I've lost some files and it just sounds horrendous but it's in the bin we'll never hear it again we'll never hear talk of it again <laughs> um, so it's been replaced by Susie Q um, by Credence Clearwater Revival this song's also on YouTube on my channel um, so uh, see you next week and uh, I hope you weren't, didn't have your heart set on with or without you. See you uh, in two weeks. It's all falling apart. <laughs> Ta-da.
Question with the human jukebox, Scott Lucille, every Thursday at 8pm.
pistol shots ring out in the barroom night And a Patty Valentine from the upper hall She sees a bartender in a pool of blood My gosh, she cries out, they've killed them all Here comes the story of the hurricane The man, the authorities, they came to blame For something that he never done Put in a prison cell, but one time could have been the champion of the world. Three bodies lying there, as Patty has seen, and another one named Bello moving mysteriously. I didn't do it, he says, and he throws out his hands. I was only robbing the register, I hope you understand. Saw them leaving, he says, and he stops. One of us had better call up the cops. So Patty calls the cops. They arrive on the scene with the red lights flashing in the hot June Jersey night. Meanwhile, far away in another part of town, Reuben Carter and a couple of friends are driving around. Number one contender for the middleweight crown. Had no idea the shit that's about to go down when the cop pulled him over on the side of the road. Back the time before and the time before that. In Patterson, that's just the way it goes. You're black, you might as well not show up on the street. You wanna draw the heat, the heat, the heat. Alfred Bello had a partner and a rap for the cops. Him and Arthur Dexter Bradley had just been prowling around He said I saw two men running around like middleweights Jumped into a white car with these out-of-state plates And Miss Patty Valentine just nodded her head Just like the time before and he's not dead So they took him to the infirmary Oh, this man could hardly see They told him they could I gotta identify the guilty man And they bring him upstairs Wounded my man looks like through a dying eye He said, oh, why'd you bring him here, man? He ain't that guy, yeah Here's the story of the hurricane The man, the authorities, they came to blame For something that he never done Put in a prison cell, but one time He could have been the champion of the world
minutes later and the ghettos are fleeing Rubens in South America fighting for his name Arthur Dexter Bradley is still in the robbery game And the cops are putting the screws on him like they want somebody to blame Remember that murder and it happened in a bar Remember you saw the getaway car You didn't get like to play ball with the law Think you might have been that fighter you seen through the night Remember you are, you are white Arthur Dexter Bradley said, I'm really not sure Cops said, poor boy, like you could use a break We got you for the motel job and we're talking to your friend Bello You don't want to have to go to jail, be a real nice fellow You'll be doing society a fever That son of a bitch is brave again, braver We want to put his ass in the stir We want to pin this triple murder Take a man with just one punch But he never liked to talk about it all that much It's my work, he'd say, and I do it for pay And when it's over, I'd just as soon go on my way Up to some paradise Where the trout streams and the air is nice I ride a horse along the trail but then they took him to the jailhouse where they tried to turn a man into a mouse. Circus who never stood a chance. Jim made her illnesses, drunkards in the slams. Our white folks watched on the revolutionary man. The other black folks were just a crazy nigga. No one doubted that he pulled the trigger. Though they could not produce the gun, the dealer said that he was the one who did the deed. And the all white jury agreed, they agreed. Reuben Carter was falsely tried Brown was murder one who testified Bello and Bradley both boldly lied And the newspaper said they went all along for the ride yeah. How can the life of such a man 
be in the palm of some fool's hand When you see him obviously frame Couldn't help but make him feel ashamed To live in a land where Justin is a game Free to drink martini and just watch the sun rise While the rumor sits in his Buddha Ten-foot jail cell And an innocent man living in a living hell That's the story of a king Man, the authorities came to blame They won't get him back till he's done Put in a prison cell, but one time could it be the champion of the Every third. 